0: Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And Noel is Uh the silent issue tonight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename (laughs) Crapshoot.
2: and I'm your cobra intern who swears I set the weather dominator to sunny not ice yeah <laughs> code name legion cub
0: and uh we're here a night early because here here's the deal uh for the last 17 years I had a job where a holiday that wasn't christmas kind of didn't mean anything to me because I was probably going to have to work anyway. And now I'm in a job where I get all of the holidays off and I'm adjusting and getting used to it. And it's really crazy. And I thought, oh man, we're probably, none of us are working Monday. So Sunday. Yeah, I know. I know. I, well, I realized afterward, I was like, you guys don't necessarily have just like office type jobs. Christian,
2: are you off tomorrow? At least. Actually, my day's off are Sunday, Monday. Oh, but it's not a holiday
0: thing. It's just that Yeah, it's dumb
2: luck. Although I think we do get it as a holiday. But since it's my regular day off, it's a wash. I mean, I get it as a paid holiday. I just also have to work it.
1: Right. I just get get paid twice for the day, essentially. Or I could take a vacation day later. And that's how my, my job was,
0: is I got eight hours of holiday pay, but I might end up working. But my thought was... If we do it Sunday night instead, one, I can have a little party time, which I haven't been able to do in a very long time because usually I have to work the next day. So I've got a little, uh, not not Elijah Craig, but a little four roses here just to smooth things along. And I can just stay up super late tonight and take care of all of the business at audiblearmy.com. That's right. If you don't know, we now have an exclusive fan site called AudibleArmy.com. For $1.99 a month, you get my show notes before each episode is released. You get early and ad-free access to all audio episodes. You get exclusive video access to the recordings of our audio episodes. So if you don't know, right now, this is a live stream. Obviously, this is video. You can hang out with us, watch this video. It'll live in, in all Forever on the Needless Things YouTube channel, but we are now releasing the audio version, or I'm sorry, the video version of our audio episodes as well. But you can only see them at AudibleArmy.com. And our so, newest quick question. One,
1: yes. Did you choose Audible Army only because Joe Only Joe Only fans was taken? Joe Only fans. <laughs> oh
0: man, oh. I would have. <laughs> I would have totally used that if I had thought of it. <laughs> Um. Although I, my guess is it's probably taken. It probably is. Uh, you will also get early access to all GI Joe reviews on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, you get the opportunity to vote on content for the show. For yeah, thank you,
2: fans. if you uh, listen to friday's episode so I mean, yeah we're so, gonna get
1: stuck with a deke episode regardless
0: yeah well yeah it was uh we, i don't know if the other
1: ones were any better than what we got
0: well we'll find out because eventually we will review them. so yes last week's episode was an audio episode but now uh you can see that video if you're part of AudibleArmy.com. uh and the 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 audible army voted and we ended up watching infested island from the deke era of gi joe uh and i gotta tell you i put you guys i put a lot of extra work into this production for this episode uh just because i knew it was going to be our first uh well because i knew i wanted to provide good video content uh Early access to Audible Interlude merch and exclusive reviews, unboxings, and more. I've already put up several uh, looks at Vintage Joe toys that I have taken. And something that I didn't necessarily plan before. uh, AudibleArmy.com is also going to get exclusive segments that are not released anywhere else. What happens a lot of the time for our audio episodes is we'll put down the show notes and have five segments scheduled and after three segments we've we've got enough for a show and the two segments get rolled back now we're recording those two segments and putting them on audible army.com uh so uh, i think it's a tremendous value the amount of content you're going to end up getting is very very solid i think if you pay that dollar 99 a month you're going to get your money's worth uh and, and anything that we can do to help pay the bills around here is a good thing because this stream yard is great, but it ain't cheap fellas. All right. Uh, so yeah, last week's bonus episode or last week's bonus segments were an America's Elite featuring Zerana and an Instruments of Destruction with the Cobra Wolf. Uh, those are only available at audiblearmy.com. Uh, this is the Needless Things YouTube channel, as mentioned before. We have shirts available at Tee Public. Go to Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. Check out the pinned stories and get links to all of our merch. Uh, should also be in the description for this video. And it's on sale until midnight tonight. So now is the time if you want one of these snazzy Audible Interlude shirts. We have many different styles, colors, designs. Uh, a lot of them by our partner Slickalicious. So check out shopslickalicious.com or gijive.com. So midnight tonight, uh, Eastern time, the sale ends and you'll have to wait a couple weeks for another sale probably. And our next live stream right here on the Needless Things YouTube channel is January the 29th, two weeks from tomorrow. So guys, how's it been going over there in Cobra Internland and in Knollwood?
2: It's Nolwood. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm gonna Sounds you like a good signed. CW drama. <laughs> it does. It really Nolwood.
1: <laughs> there was a there was a street when I lived in Winston Salem, North Carolina, near me called Nolwood, K-N-O-L-L-W-O-O-D and that was the hardest year of my life. Let me tell you how <laughs> terrible that year was.
0: <laughs> right when you're a kid, it's not cool to have stuff like that. Like no. it's not a good thing. Hey Noel, where do you live no no for the 50th time like they've never heard it before
2: yeah ah bringing up those repressed memories here on audible interlude excuse me while it's not I repressed
1: my... <laughs> 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 i've been holding repressed that grudge for, been. i've been holding that grudge for 40 years now
0: <laughs> i made the mistake of where it was really really cold down here all day today and now it's kind of warmed up a little bit which is weird. The Phantom Zone is kind of the reverse of what you'd expect. So I had my thermal socks on, and they had to go because it's it's warming up a little bit now. I might have to go over there and turn the fan on in a minute. Wow. Uh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's well. So I got up for my walk when I woke up this morning. It was thirty-one degrees outside. So I was like, Oh, I'm gonna run to Target and find nothing. By the way, uh, run to Target, do a couple Amazon returns, then I'll go walk. By the time I got to the park, it was fifty-one outside. Which is welcome you know, to Georgia. I I yeah. need a I need a good 45 to walk outside. So 51 was was okay. It was a little warmer than
2: I was expecting. Uh all right.
0: Well, I think... Hey,
2: I I stopped by Target uh today. Did you find anything? Well, I you already have them, but the <laughs> Tiger Force Snake Eyes from Super 7.
0: Yeah, I haven't on seen the those before yet.
2: Yep, so they had him, they had the Cobra, the Python Patrol Trooper, I think? It was something Cobra. But I I was just so blinded by by Snake (laughs) Eyes' sunny brilliance (laughs) that, like, I stood in the aisle just staring at it and was like, this is oddly working
0: yeah the banana okay. flage the banana flage is much more appealing in person than I thought it was going to be yeah I ordered one of our uh one of the audible army sent me a link because the trooper went up online a couple of weeks ago I hadn't seen it listed at all at target and uh, yeah. so I ordered one and it because target uh ships via carrier pigeon it should be here like next Thursday I don't understand targets shipping at all all right, we got a big chat going on tonight. Mandalorian Jedi is here. Wreck Ship 85, Avasty Land Lovers. Uh, Toy Reclaimer is in the house. Hillbilly Harper, what's up, Hillbilly? Granddad, we're granddad. Not yet, but maybe someday. Uh, Noel is silent, but deadly. I think we all are at times. Uh, Rachel is here to answer uh, all of the questions that that we had to fill in the gaps in our knowledge. Oh, what is up, Rich? What? Look at this. Rich from Night of the Nerdy Laser is in the house. Everybody check out Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast and their affiliated convention, FrankenCon, which is going on May 10th. in. uh, uh, Rich, put over FrankenCon in the comments. It's Knoxville, right? Uh, I, I get my Tennessees mixed up. Uh, he went to Ross, and they had G.I. Joe nothing. I blame you guys. Well, I don't think we've got that much power, but uh, you all have the power to jump into that super chat and contribute to uh, We the hat fund is done. Everything we get now is going toward actual physical tactical shovels. That is the next thing on the list. Uh, the hats production is underway. They're taking a little bit longer because I want to make sure we get decent hats. Uh... But yeah, tactical shovels are the next goal for the, uh, super chat. So everything you go, goes towards those right outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. Everybody check out, uh, give us the website, rich, while you're sitting there, Give throw throw a link in the comments. Everybody can check it out. Uh, and while you're doing that, we are going to move on to a little bit of news. news, 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 news. All right. So we all got our mutton junkyards, right? Hmm. Okay. So, almost, almost perfect. What? I, okay.
2: Mm. Oh, so, what did I miss?
0: Okay, look at Junkyard's paws in their glorious, unpainted brown plasticness that isn't terrible, but does stand out a little bit compared to the paint job on the rest of him. Like they just they just look cheapy
2: plasticky to me. It's look, it's not bad. I but I I noticed. I don't think I noticed that because this is the first I still love him, but this is the first Joe animal I've had that has like loosey goosey joints.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Mine is good. Mine's
2: mine's like right here, like teeny teeny tiny little bit, but otherwise he's great. His two front paws are like He's been drinking with oh no Chip Rack and but I mean he stands fine. I just yeah I've um, I've got uh I'm very happy with uh but almost, this almost original oh.
0: card art pose I've got going on with him. So here here is my issue with Mutt. Why is his helmet so dirty?
2: He works around a dog, yeah.
0: But the rest of him is completely Unmarred, and I'm not saying I I'm not null all of a sudden. I don't want a filthy, <laughs> filthy mud <mutt> covered in <laughs> dirt deco. But I just don't understand the wash of dirt on his helmet. It's to me, and look, this is this is a Dave thing. Um, ooh, wreck ship eighty five. I used a Gundam black detail marker to paint his nails, and it looks hundred percent better. Wait, that- mud or junkyard? because
2: now I'm
0: thinking Well, Muds got gloves, gloves on so yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what though, that's a good call I bet that would make mm-hmm. all the difference in the world uh, given that claw detail Um, <laughs> I,
1: I mean, I, I look at it, it's like it's kind of like if you're a baseball fan Craig Biggio always had a bunch of pine tar on his helmet uh, even though the rest of his uniform might be clean because they didn't wash the helmet so
0: Well, and the thing is, it it does not look bad. It's just, to me, and my aesthetic ideals, it's just weird. It's just an odd decision. And they've never done anything else where just one part of somebody was dirty. But but overall, like nine nine and three quarters out of ten.
2: And I am probably on the opposite spectrum of the rest of the toy photographers uh but I don't need any more blast effects. Give me the extra hands because yes. I have had the most fun with mud with being able to get different shots and stuff yeah um, I I don't need blast effects
0: i I learned when Mattel started putting in all the different hands with the wwe figures the difference that made on the shelf when you go from only having this to having this to having Mm -hmm. this to having this like now you know i i go to a lot of trouble posing my figures i want everybody to have a unique pose like sometimes i'll google like randy savage entrance. So I can get a very specific pose and before uh, you know before 2020 I think is when that started becoming really common. So you'd have Randy Savage doing his entrance pose but his hands were like this and it looked stupid. yeah now everybody has unique hand oh speaking of which, so I got this new Andre that is incredible. Uh, the portrait is absolutely unbelievable and has his little facial hair like his mustache and flavor saver. But it has his hand, you know, later in life, Andre couldn't separate those two fingers. And they've actually given him that hand. Hmm. Uh, So stuff like like Mattel is, over the last few years, they have upped their game a lot. And I love that Hasbro is doing similar things.
2: It's about time.
0: (laughs) uh so noel well you haven't opened yours yet but you've gotten to see them in person at least what what are your first first impressions of mutton junkyard
1: i mean uh this right here getting this this box back i know you know there's there's some uh some some debate on whether or not we we love our windowed packages or not i think most people do love the window packages but this was very nice to have back this big box with all this stuff displayed in the window so like seeing that Um, no, I think he looks great. I love the expression on his face. Um, I think the uniform looks fantastic. Looking forward to getting him set up. But right now, all of my classified stuff is kind of in transition right now while I'm doing a million other things. So uh, I will get him set up, uh, opened up here pretty soon.
0: Yeah, we, we believe me, we know how that goes. I'm blurry. I can't, my camera has stopped being able to recover from holding things up in front of it.
2: Let me That's get Andre back
0: and. Ooh.
2: There you go. There we go. Just needed the power of Andre. Would I have to
0: trick my camera into focusing. It does. It doesn't want to look at this face. I understand. I'm flushed. I'm hot. I've got bourbon face right now. There's a lot going on. Oh, here. This is relevant to our interest. Night of the Nerdy La- Nerdy Laser. I can't wait for the Cobra Commander comic this week. The Duke comic was incredible. Really have with new Joe comics.
2: Uh, you, it was good. You started strong. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh so we, we'll work real quick, on the landing.
0: We'll go ahead since since that's on our notes, which you can see at audiblearmy.com as soon as this show wraps up. Uh really quickly, spoiler-free, Cobra Commander number one.
1: Which review? is really hard to do. Yes, it is because really? we got a preview of Cobra Commander number one. Was it in the Duke or was it in the 302? That they well, showed? it
0: was every. It
1: was online. It was everywhere. Well, you, mean, get, I, you got like, the first six pages. Yeah, and um, I just want to let you know that's not the rest of the comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, a very, more than six pages. A very I, like sharp left turn right after that.
0: So we will be releasing a full spoilerific review later in the week. Uh it will go up first at Audiblearmy.com and then later in the week it will go out for the general public. Uh so all I can say right now is get to your local comic shop, buy this comic, and be ready for probably one of the most fun reviews we'll do as a show. And this comic, I was telling Christian before we started recording. I think the last time a comic got me this happy and excited and and hopeful for the future of the comic was when I read the first issue of Saga. Now I have to qualify that by saying I have not read a ton of comics over the past 10, 15 years. Like I, I cut way, way back many years ago and then kind of stopped completely, probably five years ago. But that first issue of Saga sticks out in my mind as I knew I was reading something special. And this Cobra Commander whoo, blew my mind. So, more on that later in the week. Keep your eyes on our socials uh, Audible Interlude podcast on Instagram and audiblearmy.com. Lots more talk about Cobra Commander number one coming very, very soon. Uh, so, Pulse shipped. Wolf Spider and Shadow Tracker, which everybody had pretty much already gotten from Walmart, uh, but then Night Force Tunnel Rat seemed to get kind of delayed by Walmart, so it, they shipped that one at the same time. I ended up canceling my Night Force Tunnel Rat order uh, because, as as we know, like I, Tunnel Rat's cool. I think I mentioned this uh, last week on last week's episode. Uh, Tunnel Rat is cool, but just kind of irritated me for all the loose parts on him so I canceled my Night Force one because I just don't need a second version of a figure that is what it needs to be but did not delight me the way that some do
2: of all the toy folks that I follow I have only seen one post that they got Tiger Force or Night Force Tunnel Rat and they said in the post they got it to make a custom so, I don't know that we're. It's different enough. Like we've said that it's different enough, right. than regular tunnel rat that we're going to see a lot of people posting it.
0: They may get him, but right. But what's the point? Like, and then that was the other thing is you know. I, look, I'm not going to lie. A lot of times I'm buying stuff with the idea of oh I need to do a review of this and this one I was like well there would be no point in reviewing it because it would be just it would be 30 seconds. It would be, go, go watch my tunnel rat review, but his pants are different. I mean, it's, and I know there are more differences than that, but it just, it wasn't compelling to me. Uh, and the chances of ever seeing it in the wild and finding it on clearance or whatever, are so slim that I'm just not going to worry about getting that one at all. Uh, all right. Now it's time for a little visual aid news. Oh, uh, speaking of audible army.com. That's where you can hear about excellent toys from the past, like this Gilligan's yes. Island playset. Uh, actually, that was part <laughs> of our regular episode. If you just listened to the audio version of last week's episode, this is the Gilligan's Island playset that we were referencing and getting so excited about. Uh, and if I find one of these at Toylanta in uh, just a couple of months here, I will be buying one. Speaking of Toylanta, I guess I can go ahead and announce this. We will be doing a live episode of Audible Interlude at Toylanta uh, this March. And I've got to look at the dates here. Uh, This is March 22nd through the 24th at the Hilton Atlanta Northeast. Check out toylanta.net. They have not put up the schedule yet. It's coming soon. We don't yet know when our panel is going to be, but obviously we'll let you guys know the second the Toylanta crew tells us about it. But uh, if if you've ever seen or heard a live audible interlude, you know there's something special and we put a lot of effort into making those events uh, and we'll be doing the same at Toylanta. So very excited to be officially a part of Toylanta 2024. All right, moving right along, uh, more visual aids here. Look at this, Legends of the Hidden Force, uh, which is another O-ring line, one that we have not seen any physical stuff from yet and probably have a little while to wait before we do. But their pre-order store reopened on Backerkit. Uh, They have the Kickstarter pricing and the exclusives are available until the end of this month so you can still get in there and get the kickstarter backer uh pricing in the and the exclusive which you see here is uh master uh master printed too small for dave to read <laughs> But if you follow Legends of the Hidden Force on Instagram, you can get all the information there. I'm excited to see these. They've got a really cool modular weapon system, a lot of play environments. You know, in talking about classified as much as we do, one of the things that comes up all the time is, uh, you know, people wanting environments like the Forward Observer, the Bivouac for classified and legends of the hidden force are producing little play sets like that for this line and i'm very excited to see those as well so uh check out legends of the hidden force on instagram if you have not already oh wreck ship 85 what do we got here uh I did reach out to K- uh, Kentucky Joe about having you guys at the summer show here in Shepherdsville. Awesome. Thank you Rick Ship 85. Uh we will follow up on that and check it out. Depending on the dates on that, we're I mean, I'm definitely uh into going back out to I think near Louisville, is that correct? Louisville. If I if I uh, yes, I'm sorry, Louisville. Yes. Uh if, if if I remember correctly, that was nearish Louisville and I Yeah. I, not going back there we had a great time last time we were there uh yeah i 100 percent agree not a fan of the flesh underwear on shadow tracker that was a bizarre <laughs> we've never seen that in classified before i hope we never see it again and uh, do you know what we're talking about christian no so you know how when you look at a classified figure like if you pick up mutt right now and spread his legs out he's got which i always do on my figures um, because as, as opposed to Noel, who does not look at the back Correct. of his figures, we all do investigate the crotches of our figures. Um, so anyway, how the, so they all have a softer plastic piece on top of a harder plastic piece, mm-hmm. right? So if you pick up Mutt right now, he's got his green trousers on and you look and there's a green plastic piece under the green crotch piece right on shadow tracker. He has a flesh colored plastic piece under his trouser colored crotch oh, piece. No. And it's real weird, man. <clears throat> and I it's gotta be a production error that just nobody caught because I cannot imagine that was intentional. Uh Wreckship eighty five says just south of Louisville. 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 Louisville louisville uh, that's how i was talking when i was in louisville thanks to all the bourbon <laughs> bars that were there uh i need i need some pappy van winkle in my life uh okay so yeah legends of the hidden force moving on to the vanguard the valiverse vanguard is now up for pre-order uh we talked about it a little before at the urging of our pal hillbilly um Look, I think this thing looks cool. Uh, If we go through, and uh, first of all, we've got an image right here of everything that this initial pre-order includes. Uh, It's got the roof-mounted gun station, comes with a driver, uh, got some blast effects, got cherry cans. Just, I do, I absolutely see the value of this. Look, uh, hang on, hang on. Oh, we're not there yet. Okay, so there's the driver. I like this environmental display base. Now, Mm -hmm. I will say it's huge. It's going to take... (laughs) Rachel says, (laughs) hey, it gets hot in the jungle. Give Shadow Tracker some breathing room. You don't want a chafen. (laughs) That is not the kind of commando we're looking for in (laughs) G.I. Joe. Um. This is going to take up a little more space on your shelf, but I like the concept of like an environmental display stand. I think that looks really cool. Uh, but look at this, the functional winch. Now, when we talk about play sets, we know that all the best playsets had prison cells, but all the best vehicles have functional winches and tow hooks. Uh, I think that's a nice touch. Set somebody up in the back. the And the space in this thing is very impressive as well. Yeah, because it looks next... so
2: compact, but it can hold a decent amount of figures.
0: Well, and there's a shot of the interior coming up here in a second. Uh, you got rubber tires, which, again, is another one of those, like, all the best vehicles have rubber tires. Uh, this is what it looks like with the modular top-mounted uh, gunner station. This is the missile rack that can replace that gunner's station. Here we go. So look at the interior of this thing in the space.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you can, you've got four 112 scale figures in there. It looks great. Uh, and it is available in this tan color and a gray color. we've got one more nope that's our next bit of business we'll be talking about so yeah this is uh, up for pre-order now go to valiverse.com and see what you think I, i've you know full disclosure for me i need you guys know i love my fantasy sci-fi military i need something a little more wacky than this but i would love to see one of these in person there's just too much on the market right now for me to back it. If it wasn't for Monster Force and the dozen other things that I'm collecting, I would be very interested in this. But, but just for my personal collecting tastes, uh, I just i I think it's totally worth the 184.99, but it just doesn't fit into my budget
1: right now. I mean, the 38 different uh, O Force lines that have popped up in the last year and a half. <laughs> oh my or- gosh. <laughs> strike force alpha out.
0: delta 17 legends of the hidden force uh, yeah there's there's a lot whatever super seven is doing which we'll be talking a lot about later in the show uh but yeah go check it out see what you think and if if you're if you're a more uh disciplined collector than me and are focused on just military stuff then this is probably for you uh all right speaking of o-ring stuff delta 17 has announced that they are making Oh, I didn't put enough in my notes about this. A Hind Helicopter. And I wish him the best. <laughs> we've, we've got a, sh- uh, a sound off about this later on. So we'll talk about it in a little more detail. But I think it's an ambitious first vehicle. But I also think it's a really good choice. Because as we've talked about many times on the show, helicopters are cool. So more on that later. Uh, Gridiron, another excellent third-party manufacturer, Uh, an independent toy maker of some renown. We know they had teamed up with Fresh Monkey Fiction for Operation Monster Force, and there is going to be an actual Gridiron Commando that is the weapon supplier for Monster Force. Uh, Includes a Commander Gridiron portrait. Just a cool-looking figure. I really love this Helmet head they've got up here, which is currently available in a golden version from uh gridiron. So check out their website. But this is an early reveal for season three. Obviously, season one of Monster Force hasn't even hit yet, although I'm expecting that uh big bad email any day now, because it is supposed to be first quarter 2024. Uh, I would say by March we'll probably have the first Monster Force figures in our hands. That's my guess. Uh, but it's cool to see an early look uh, that the line is progressing and that they are working even more directly with gridiron. Christian, <laughs> what did this do for you?
2: Oh man. Oh, <clears throat> you know, so when Hasbro announced their figures and super seven announced that they were doing, reaction figures uh there were so many people that i i told nope. these hasbro ones are the only ones we're gonna get i wish super seven were doing them but if they were we would have already got them Hasbro's right. not gonna compete with them hasbro was smart because <laughs> they let that come and uh, again if those were the only figures we ended up with Am I overly happy with them? No. There's a lot of QC issues.
0: Well, here's here's where I landed on those. They're good enough.
2: Right. But these, I, I am a sucker for Super 7 Ultimate figures. And Super 7, we know, will always do more than just... Whoever the popular characters are. Of course, so the that's fact thing. that right off the bat we get two shadow demons. We didn't even get a shadow demon in the Hasbro line. And well, and we get a major it. character. So these look exactly like the cartoon. Hank can actually hold his bow and look like he's shooting it. Um, hey, if you're skilled and you spend
0: 37 minutes doing it, the Hasbro one can do that as well.
2: And right break right. the elbow off at the, the same time.
0: <laughs> um, these are much more exciting. But the, but the where these become really relevant to G.I. Joe adjacent conversation is that they're currently up for pre-order on Hasbro Pulse. Right. I think in the past, Power Rangers have been available Uh, Super Mm -hmm. 7 Power Rangers products have been available on Pulse. But it really makes me wonder going forward if we might see G.I. Joe Ultimates available through Pulse. Because we've already seen reaction figures. So I'm really curious to see if the Ultimates end up being available there. And I think that'll change things because a lot more people will see them. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because as we are all, everybody here in the chat, the three of us, are hardcore GI Joe collectors. We're not, or I speak, speaking for myself, I'm not like the hardest of hardcore because I, I'm not an encyclopedia of Joe knowledge. I'm not the guy who can tell you right off the top of my head exactly what accessories some figure from 1992 came with, but our awareness of what is available with the GI Joe label on it is much, much higher than some people who may just be like, oh, I'd, I'd buy some G.I. Joe stuff if I saw it. There, I mean, there are people out there who are online every day who don't even know about Super 7. So I think if Super 7 can get that foothold in Pulse and start offering those G.I. Joe Ultimates through Pulse, I think it's going to be a, a much broader uh, fan base for that than they've previously had access to. So I, I hope that that is the plan. And you get that sweet Pulse-free shipping if you're a premium member.
2: And my gut feeling is they had to have had some success when they put those Power Ranger figures on. Yes. They wouldn't keep throwing Super 7 stuff on there if it wasn't selling. So I feel like they're, they've are they been slowly testing the waters with each product. And, you know, if this relationship just continues to, to synergize like this i think that's really only going to bold well for the o ring line
0: yes yes yeah. that well and that that is my hope is that uh, when the the inroads are there for for o ring to be available like that's got to be a great venue for them
1: i mean when i look at it i just i don't see the downside of doing it no of course not you mm-hmm. know it's it's going to benefit both parties it gets people who might not otherwise know that these exist. It's going to get eyeballs on them. Cause if you're well, just buying stuff from Hasbro, you don't know anything about super seven. You don't know anything about ultimates, but you're seeing this on this. You're like, Ooh, well, these look too good. I got to have these.
0: Well, and it also adds an air of legitimacy to super Seven's product that might not be there for more casual buyers. Because if you see super seven and they're like, Hey, check out these figures, you can buy them from our website. There are buyers who are going to look at that and be like, "Well, who are you? What is this?" But if they're available through Pulse, that's going to be a uh, a a point of of interest for some people. It it, it gives it an air of legitimacy. Uh, really quick, I gotta say, uh, Hillbilly Harper says if you pre order from Valverse by a certain time, you get the missile launcher free uh, on that Vanguard. And then, wreck ship eighty five, Monster Force has like thirty outstanding pre orders, right? No,
2: they don't have 30. They've got 23. But I I live and die <laughs> by this. If If as a toy company, you say, we got samples back. We're not happy. We're going back to the factory to fix some tooling, to improve things, whatever, whatever. I am good with that delay. Give me a good product rather than commando shadow tracker although there's probably some people that are into that
0: definitely it's as rachel said it's hot in the jungle uh all right a couple more things real quick there's a new list of mainline code names out there we're not going to waste time trying to decode anything because they they whatever we'll, we'll find out. We know everybody that's, or we don't know everybody that we have a list of who's coming in 2024. And now we have a list of
1: SKUs.
0: So it's interesting. It's fun to look at, but I think sometime in the next month, we're going to have some more actual names. I got to think the SMS is going up for pre-order soon, right? We found out about that thing months
2: ago. Yeah. The the pre-order hasn't even gone up yet. So that's really weird. Oh, they probably wanted to get the hiss tank in everybody's hands. So yeah, now that it's here. yeah,
0: We've got Toy Crypt in the chat. Looking forward to seeing what Super 7 does with the O-rings. They always throw out some unexpected characters throughout their lines. So who knows what we'll see from them. And that's, I mean, that's what we're most excited about is Super 7 is known for, you're going to get a few mainline characters, but you're also going to get some really weird deep cuts that's what's exciting to me. I I can't yeah. wait to see that.
1: Well, you know, even especially like the stuff when you're in Target, a lot of a lot of Joe fans who, or, or a lot of people who grew up with GI Joe who aren't necessarily GI Joe fans now, they're going to walk by and they're going to see that that Duke or that Baroness on the shelf. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I I, I love these characters as a kid. But you know, for people like us, we're like, oh, I need that. Dr. Venom, or that twin, or whoever, like, which other, like, obscure character. So, you gotta appeal to both sides, but I think that that's the best way to do it, is to do that mixture.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot all about uh, Hasbro's completely invented G.I. Joe Day, which is February 1st. So, yeah, I bet you're right.
1: It's been around for a while. G.I. Joe Day has been a thing for a long time. Oh, has it? Yeah, on February 1st, but... What what happens on
0: G.I. Joe Day? I
1: don't know. I was looking at, like, one of those... (laughs) Calendar things, and apparently it's been celebrated on on February first for decades.
0: What is the significance of the day? I guess we just forget.
1: Maybe it was the day that GI Joe was first released to the market. Who knows?
0: I was I was unaware of it, but uh yeah, wreck ship eighty five. I think that's a pretty good guess. The SMS will be a February first pre order. uh All right, that wraps up everything we had to say about the news, and that moves us right along into. Sound off. This is the segment where the Audible Army, whether they're paying members or just people who like to hang out and chat with us, uh, get to suggest what we're gonna talk about here on the show. Follow us at Audiblearmy.com or at Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, and that is where you can give your input as to what we talk about here on our live streams. Uh, we've got some really good stuff. This week, starting with though,
2: I, yeah. I only because I had to look it up. So, February 1st is GI Joe Day because the very first GI Joe figures in the 60s were released in February.
0: It it's didn't
2: necessarily re- say February 1st, it just said February.
0: Well, and it's weird to think back that you know, we don't typically consider uh. back in the day like having a date for the release of toys it seems weird to think about that being a thing in the 60s because now we know like mattel usually makes a point of launching something january 1st back in 2010 when they got the wwe license they launched the new wwe elite line and basic line on january 1st of 2010. Uh, this year they launched the new teenage mutant ninja turtles masters universe line on January first of this year, like Mattel is really good about observing that date, but we don't often think of release dates in relation to toys. We think of like street dates or, or shelf I mean, dates, but but I
2: I I do when it comes to certain, for lack of a better word, the pun event months because Hasbro always r- announces something on May the fourth. We have Yojo June. Like those just are the ones. November. That, Come on. Like G.I. Hey, <laughs> right? February. Like there's no rhyme. There's no alliteration. What's the what's the hook? I don't I'll never remember it compared to Yojo June. Right. Right. Uh all right. So
0: for sounding off, uh, our first one comes from audiblearmy.com member Matthew Comstock. Uh, thoughts and hopes for the Delta 17 hind. So for the full, uh, I guess you would consider this a press release uh, as it were the cats out of the bag or has the bird flown the coop either way. It was announced on brick. Something's live stream. that Delta 17 will be making a hind D helicopter in one eighteenth scale. This will be a big project. So please be patient. You will see it in 1.5 to two years. First of all, I'd like to say, the fact that they're being upfront, like, look, this is going to take a while, and that they have a plan for two years from now is great. Like, how exciting is that to know that Delta 17 is that serious about their business model, is that serious about their production, that they're sitting here two years from now, we know we're planning on having this release? Like, that, that's it's not fly by night. You know what I mean?
1: hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Uh, It will come in two different paint versions, one classic Soviet-era camo paint job and one custom retrograd wolf paint job. The helicopter will come with one pilot figure with the option to purchase two more to fill out your flight crew, a gunner and a flight engineer. Price is unknown at this time. ETA is unknown at this time. Please be assured that we will do our utmost to make this iconic helicopter as accurately as possible and one of the, out of the highest quality materials. We will do our best to ensure that this toy can be taken apart easily for storage without having parts break or crack. Thank you for your interest. So, uh, in in a follow up post, it was mentioned that the plans are for the wings, the rotors, and the tail to be removable so that it can be stored so you don't have a tomahawk situation
2: Mm, Um, i love that
0: yeah it's fantastic it's again it's planning ahead so my thoughts honestly i only have one thought and hope for the delta 17 hind and that is that they figure out how to execute this in a way that makes it an absolute must-have for every collector and that it works for the company is profitable uh, and is a is an item that everybody can look at and say, whoa, that is a signature toy for the Delta 17 brand. That's that's what I
1: want. I'm really curious as to if it's going to be the actual scale, because realistically, uh, right, I was looking right. up, uh, 50, 57 feet long is the length of the hind helicopter. If you parse that out in the G.I. Joe uh, three and three quarter action figure size that's about 36 inches that's doable at a certain price point but that's going to be a very expensive vehicle if you do it that size or do well and and think it? about
0: what are costs going to be two years from now they're not right. going to go down mm-hmm. so i i when it <laughs> when it says 118 scale i have to think you know when we're talking about 118 scale toys mm-hmm. um we're talking about scaled to go with four inch figures. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and Not I figured they'll literal. scale it
1: down. I'm thinking it'll be a little bit bigger than maybe the Tomahawk chopper is. Right. Right. I,
0: I don't expect it to be actual one 18th. I expect it to be just like every one uh, 18th scale toy I've got in this room right now. It's going to be fudged a little bit. Yeah. You know, like the sail barge, like the the razor crest, all all of you know, none of that stuff is actually scale. It's just scaled to go with the figures, and that mm. that to me is is the more important aspect. All right. Also coming from AudibleArmy dot com. Jonathan Childress, the full force podcast indicated that one of the figure and pet sets for 2024 would be a character that has never had a pet companion before, but obviously couldn't reveal who it was going to be. I don't know that it's obvious why they couldn't reveal that. Uh, A, who do you think it could be? Or B, who do you want to see done in this fashion Uh, as in a character with a new pet companion? Who do uh, you guys may have a better guess than me cuz I, honestly I haven't put much thought into this because I'll I'm good with just waiting to see what it is if you guys have any guesses as to who this might be Yes Oh let's go I,
2: I think it will be mainframe and he's going to come with a mouse <laughs> You're fired <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um no, actually it's fantastic. Uh I don't know. Noel, do you have any thoughts about this?
1: No, and actually this this must have come up a little bit later when I was um because when I looked at the sound off earlier, I did not see this question. Um
0: This is actually from Audiblearmy.com. We oh okay. I put that's, this post up on the Patreon as well, and we, we get to those questions that's first
2: why I didn't see it. Yeah, I, I like I, Rachel's Rachel uh you've outpunned me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: Rachel Selina says Doc with a CAT scan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh, wow. Oh, Wotage. As far as I'm concerned, Wotage wins. Pythona with her transport mollusk.
1: I was trying to think of characters Man. that got animal companions somewhere in the fiction that didn't get figures made, but I think they all got covered.
0: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and we also have to remember that Pet Scrap Iron had a pet, right? So there's so many different possible things that this could be. Um,
1: well, Dusty got his coyote with the Dusty V3 figure,
0: yeah. Hillbilly Harper says Dusty with his coyote, but yeah, that was actually done in the original line. Oh, wait, yeah, wait a minute. We've talked all a lot about Candy Apple and Bongo the Balloon Bear. <laughs> what about a candy apple figure with the bongo the balloon bear suit we we've suggested that in different formats i don't see that happening in classified but no. who knows I, right now i'm gonna say pythona with the mollusk is is my favorite suggestion
1: that's a pretty good one i love that
0: uh all right i think this is the last one from AudibleArmy.com. besides dave did anyone else try out strike force alpha any update to thoughts on them Christian, I knew you had them pre-ordered, but I don't know that the Big Bad has gotten them in yet. Nope. Okay. Uh, so updates to my thoughts on them. I still absolutely love them. Uh, they're still here on my desk because I can't stop messing around with them. I, I, These are hand candy. Like, I pick them up all the time and just play around with them. They're so much fun. The only... My thoughts you have to get on bigbadtoystore.com or go to Strikeforce Alpha, uh, which I cannot remember the name of the website, but we all know how Google works. Order, like, find a figure that you think looks cool, order it, get it in hand, play around with it. Uh, I wish that you could store more of the weapons on them than you can. Uh, but also due to the modular nature of some of the characters, that just wouldn't be practical. Like this guy has parts to make him a human or a reptile creature. Hang on. Let me adjust my, uh, here we go. So this fellow right here completely transforms from human to reptile creature. So there's no way you could store his human parts. This isn't working at all, uh, on him. So it's a, it's a different kind of thing. But I I still love this line. I can't wait to get more of them in hand. It's just a matter of, again, the budget. That's right, uh, Toy Reclaimer, White Elephant Toys, Toys WhiteElephantToys.com. I think it's with a Z, White Elephant Toys. Uh, You can go order them right now. They have them in stock. Uh, But yeah, I, I love them, and it's just a matter of finding a place in the budget to order more down the line.
1: Since we don't All have right. any fruit yet, my speculation on that previous question is wetsuit is going to come with a pet shark. Yeah, because
0: there wasn't just a regular shark in the original line, was there?
1: No, there was a dolphin that came mm-hmm. with okay. Deep Six.
0: Right, there was a dolphin and there was like a robot shark, right?
1: Yeah, yeah so that a came shark. with the cobra. Yeah, yeah the cobra I would one.
0: like to see, yeah, I'd like to see wetsuit with just a straight up cool shark. Yeah. Um... All right, and this is from Audible. Okay. So this happens every once in a while. We get somebody who doesn't oh. look at the, we get somebody who doesn't look at the date on the sound off and posts on an older sound off. And and you know, it's legit. We need to follow up on those. Oh man, wreck ship 85, iceberg that's, and a whale.
1: That's that's what I was laughing at. There oh, you go. No. A big old orca
0: uh real quick got a question from toy crypt did the strike force alpha feel like the 80s joe's the plastic used hasbro's latest o-rings felt a lot different to the original joe's different plastic used, more soft feeling um so here, here's what's going on with modern o-rings a- as we all know the vintage joe's use that abs plastic that over time would crack shatter have all kinds of different problems and modern o-rings for the most part are using different kinds of plastics to avoid those problems. Uh, I will say that Strikeforce Alpha and Delta-17 both uh, work, like, aesthetically. They are capturing what they can of the Vintage Joes. But, look, I'm so picky, I can't put anything next to my Vintage Joes. But I would rather have modern O-rings that are more durable, that are less prone to breakage, that I can't display with my vintage Joes then have everything made out of that ABS plastic. And then three years from now, the thumbs are breaking off. You know, I, I can't deal with it. Uh, so uh, get them in hand, judge it for yourself. A lot of people have different tolerances for what can go with what, uh, I, I can't mix anything. That's even slightly aesthetically different. I can't put Mattel's WWE retros next to my hasbro wwf figures they don't match to me they're not even close so i'm i'm pretty picky so get it in hand and uh see what you think for yourself but i do recommend the figures uh, all right so moving on to tomlin dot ken with super seven doing o-rings and hopefully doing vehicles what are your top three to five vehicles that you want to see them do mine are whale desert fox moray conquest and rattler uh I don't think we need to go through three to five because over the course of time, we'll end up talking about three to five over the next few months anyway. Uh, But let's go with one from each of us. Uh, Christian, what, what is a vehicle you'd like to see super seven do
2: the Skyhawk.
0: Now, would you want it original style or would you want it to have a windscreen?
2: I would want it to have a windscreen, but I, I want (laughs) As opposed to every vehicle that that gets made having to be some kind of Kickstarter project, I, I would love for them to get some cartoon-looking, lo- yeah. uh, you know, smaller-size vehicles out there. Uh, I want
0: the Cobra helicopter from the Deke episode that we reviewed last week.
1: That was my answer. (laughs) Uh,
0: If you want want to see what that helicopter looks like, go to audiblearmy.com and watch the video version of that episode. It is awesome. Uh, That's fair enough, Noel. I I had a feeling at least a couple of us were going to pick that one. Uh, Rachel would like to see Cobra Aspid, Two-Seater Shark, and APC. Uh, That Aspid is one of the most requested vehicles. I got to think somebody at some point is going to jump on that
1: thing. I'd like to see, I mean, if, if we're you know, we're talking about what Super 7 can do with vehicles, because Hasbro's re-released a lot of these things over the years, and yeah, I'd like to see some of those come back in this line, but I would like to see, like you're talking about the two-seater shark, maybe something like the water moccasin that's scaled up a little bit. So you're oh, getting yeah. yeah. that's based on the original vehicle, but it's a little bit more realistic size to, to work with your, with your display. Yeah.
0: So we've got uh, Ken from Toy Connections in the chat. Uh, what's up, Ken? Everybody go check out Toy Connections, a uh, 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 awesome YouTube channel. Uh, and also Ken is deeply involved with the Delta 17 figures. PVC 90 degree is ideal for the hands. Just a tiny bit of flex without warping long-term when you put weapons in them. Uh, and that's the key here is we don't want our toys to break. Back in the 80s when the original Real American Hero figures were coming out, they weren't thinking about these things lasting 10, 20, 30, 40 years. They, they they just were making figures. So they were using that ABS plastic that over time, exposure to temperature gets brittle, gets fragile. Uh, even back in the day, I mean, how many zaps are out there with broken thumbs? All of them.
2: So well, uh, and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, earlier were were. Complaining is too strong a word But we're drawing attention To uh, Shadow Tracker With his flesh colored undies <laughs> right. Meanwhile Vintage Joes have exploded crotches Yep. It's true. I, I think almost I would rather have flesh-colored undies. When I was
0: rebuilt, well, I'm still rebuilding my Vintage Joe collection, but early on when I was rebuilding it, I almost lost an eye to Serpentor's crotch, and I'll never recover from that. <laughs> I will never financially recover from Serpentor's crotch.
2: I feel right. like that needs to be a shirt or a pin. <laughs> Who,
0: who needs an I will never financially recover from Serpentor's crotch? Or I lost an eye. No, to I almost crotch. lost
2: an eye to Serpentor's crotch.
0: That's good. Wreck <laughs> Ship 85, that's going to get clipped. It's entirely possible. <laughs> We're a family show pal. Uh, this is another one uh, that got put on an older sound off, but I thought, well, one, I thought was worth addressing. And two, I just love the name Pavelft. Every time Pavel writes in, I want to I, I read uh, their question. If Super 7 branches out to other non-Joe franchises for 3.75-inch O-rings, where would you like them to go? And how and why, or why not, would you integrate that line into your personal Joe headcanon? Uh, okay. So, this is my answer for many what-toy-line-do-you-want questions. 3.75-inch O-rings... Big trouble in little China. That's it. Mm. Done. Uh, that yeah. that is my number one biggest pick for, for almost anything. And they've so done
1: they're... those fairly recently. They may still have the license.
0: Well, um
1: for that they, they, I, was I
0: that was Funko reaction
1: oh was that real? fun uh, and that
0: was almost 10 years ago
1: was that okay well time and I've doesn't, got I've got doesn't doesn't make all. Sense anymore so
0: I've got them all but <laughs> what what's interesting to me is Kurt Russell uh, I'm sorry uh NECA has recently done several Kurt Russell figures and you gotta think that's on their radar but anyway yeah big trouble in little China um got some good answers in the chat here we've got um Toy Crypt, 3.75-inch O-Ring Wrestling would be nice. It would be awesome because there is a history there. The Kara Pro figures from Japan were done G.I. Joe style. I would love for Super 7 to do some, like, American Kara Pro style figures, but their last wrestling dalliance didn't go so well, so... I don't know that we're going to see a lot more wrestling from Super 7. Uh, A-Team, 100%. Let's, just like back in the day, let's get some O-Ring A-Team figures. I'm in.
1: Yep. Rocky and... A-Team and Dukes of Hazard always were on the adventure of G.I. Joe with me.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, Rambo, Force of Freedom. Uh, Wotage, how about Rocky and Rambo? Obviously Rambo. Anything Rambo would be great. Uh,
1: see, I want him to do... All of the char- all of the human characters from the Transformers, all the stuff like Spike yes. and Sparkplug and Chip and Carly, but also all of the the uh, Hot Rod or Rodimus and Ultra Magnus and RC and Springer from Only Human, along with uh, with an old snake, um, Marissa Fairborn, and there's a lot, and you can incorporate that very easily into GI Joe,
0: dude. Like extend the current G.I. Joe Transformers crossover line and just do Hot Rod with Daniel. Yeah. Like, how that would be incredible. Just do Hot Rod as Hot Rod, but scaled to a three and three quarter inch Daniel figure. Dude, that would sell. I got to think that would sell like
2: crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, man. Christian, anything specific?
2: Yeah, so when I, uh, of course I went in a totally different direction, because I was thinking more of, gosh, what, if I was to incorporate other lines into G.I. Joe, what would I love to see? And that's Monsters because of everything that Monster Force has brought up in me. So I actually was thinking a three and three quarter old school Clash of Titans line. Oh, man. I yeah. Some, some three and three quarter scaled giant scorpions, a kraken, <laughs> Yes. Uh, and then, I, you know, the I human never... characters would make for a good Sunbow episode of them discovering some Roman island. But of course, yeah.
0: I never had the Clash of the Titans toys. It was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid, the Harryhausen Clash of the Titans. Um, I never had the toys. I always wanted them. If somebody would pick that up now, oh, I'd have to fit that into the budget. Um, Wotaj, Abdul Fakadi deserves a figure 100%.
1: To pay tribute to the late, great Casey Kasem, one of my heroes, the reason why he left the Transformers because of that character.
0: all right moving on oh and how would you integrate that line into your personal joe headcanon you know i never worried that much about that like when i played with my a-team figures with my gi joes it was just the a-team showing up to help out gi joe like uh, it wasn't uh, you know i I don't i never put i never tried to make the a-team literally part of gi joe it was just like a crossover. Uh, but I do like Christian's idea with the Clash of the Titans, Scorpions, because obviously that's something that G.I. Joe Sunbow. Look, here's what would happen is like Steeler, Clutch and Rock and Roll would wake up in ancient Greece in the middle of Clash of the Titans. That would be an episode
2: like and I I think the other thing that made me think of that is that uh, during Christmas, I kept watching that Target eBay because uh you had what, Belloc in the ceremonial robes. Yeah. You had some of those Indiana Jones figures that yeah. that would incorporate themselves into a uh pyramid or or tomb display for G.I. Joe. And I thought, man, that would be so great. Like get the NECA mummy, just stuff that branches a little Dude. bit out of more, you know, military. I want the Frankenstein playset from NECA
0: because I need a Dr. Mindbender lab. Like out of all of the dioramas, like I'm not a big diorama guy. I've got just shelves of toys are just behind me, but I really want a lab for Dr. Mindbender and that would be a centerpiece of it for sure. Uh yeah. ship 85 says the Dave Multiverse has no rules. Actually, that's not true the dave multiverse has one incredibly restrictive rule that ruins everything and that is the figures must aesthetically match which means i cannot combine strike force alpha with star wars vintage collection because aesthetically these do not go together maybe they scale together sort of but i can't i can't do it i i, I can't even put different glosses of plastic
2: together so, so actually as a kid your star wars droids the cartoon figures if you know never mixed with your no. regular star wars no. Wow. no not at all i could not
0: do it could not do it um yeah i'm i'm really picky about that kind of thing uh when people would Back when DC Universe Classics was like the big DC line, I would see people putting DC Direct figures in with their DC Universe Classics, and I wanted to vomit. <laughs> it's just me. It's just oh, me. I can't wait for Joe Tell. Oh, my gosh. Rachel Salinas, I'd like to see figures of characters from the Airplane movies and the Dave Chappelle show. Rachel... You give me a cutaway airplane playset, even if it's made of cardboard, like cardboard back with some plastic seats in it and the cockpit. And the oh my gosh, I'm in, I am so in on that. And then Chappelle and, show,
1: and then we could finally have our Con Air playset while we're at it as well. Yes, <laughs> oh my gosh, I need a uh, uh Cameron Poe action figure.
0: Oh we could we could do a whole episode based just on that um road pig john what's up road pig john good to see you here tonight we need o-ring figures of those marvel comics commercials showing characters from 87 to 88 yes i agree with that and beyond that i want o-ring figures of marvel comics characters from the 80s i want like o-ring x-men and stuff I would have lost my mind when I was a kid if they had done O-Ring because the Secret Wars, I understand a lot similar. of people, a, a lot of people love those Secret Wars figures. They just infuriated me because they didn't go with
1: anything.
2: But but, oh, thanks to that recommendation, and this probably would never be able to happen because of the, the rights, but O-Ring figures... Of the live-action Joes, yes, those '90s commercials.
0: Well, if you look at how Mattel is handling their figures of the Masters of the Universe movie right now, there are no likenesses involved with those, Uh, but they're still putting the figures out. So I think that's a pot, and that seems like a very super 70 thing Mm -hmm. to do. Oh, I'd love that. All right, we got to move. Oh, wait a minute, real quick before we move on, toy connections. I'd be down for a blonde, long hair cover girl or another Quinn updated from his two thousands release. Uh, Sparks, yeah, Spark. We've talked about Sparks. Yeah. Well, Noel, well, and Noel we got, is Sparks. Uh, uh, Sparks is Noel's like pet project.
1: Yeah, that's one I'd love to see. But I think didn't we get in the reaction? Did we eventually get the blonde hair cover girl? Right.
0: Uh, yes, what? but we. I mean, an O ring one would would be yes. great. And I'd like to see Quinn. Uh, in his safari gear.
1: Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I think that blonde uh, cover girl is not. Uh, that one's definitely not a pipe dream. I think that's that's yeah. something we're like. Oh, I think yeah. that would be on the Super table.
2: Seven's first version if when they do her. Yeah. Uh. All right. Now we are up to date. This is
0: this week's sound off from Audible Interlude Podcast.com. Duke and Cobra Commander each have their own mini series from Skybound. Who should get the next mini series? Pick one Joe and one Cobra. Keep being awesome. And yo, Joe. Uh, I love this one. I really like because we've talked before, I think more about the possibility of like televised or streaming miniseries but now that we've seen what skybound is doing with duke and cobra commander i'm fascinated by this concept uh i will say my cobra miniseries i would love to see tomax and Zaymot's background who they are how they got to be, like, I almost see this as sort of a, um, oh, shoot, the name just fell out of my head. The mo- the greatest TV series ever that just ended on Admin? HBO. Oh, no. succession. Succession.
2: oh, Succession. Succession.
0: Yes. I would love to see Tomax and Samat by way of Succession. Uh, because we really don't know, I don't know if IDW covered it. If they did, it was, it was after I had checked out. I would love to see how the Paoli, like how they got where they are. I think that would be great.
1: What if we get, Uh, what if it's just basically two Tom Wamsgons side by side? And that's who Tomax and Zaymod are in this.
0: I really don't want them to be that, (laughs) but that's probably what they are. (laughs) Uh, As far as Joe's, uh, I mean, my pat answer is going to be Super Trooper. <laughs> of, course <it> is. <laughs> of course. What about you guys?
1: I was thinking about this one because I was, from what we've seen thus far with Duke and Cobra Commander, I'm almost like, well, I want to see where these stories go before I really answer this question, right? Because right. I think that may kind of guide a certain direction. But, but I just think from, off the cuff, from what I from what I was thinking off the top of my head. I'd love to see a. I'd love to see a beachhead one, um, for the Joes and for Cobra. I want a Doctor Mindbender. I want to see Doctor. Yes. Mindbender's Origin story. Yes. Like how he went from crazed dentist to, <laughs> or just or from a normal dentist to this crazed bald monocle wearing jacked up guy that he became.
0: Okay. Toy connections. Tomax and Zaymott in Kendall from Succession's likeness. And let me just say right now, oh my gosh, live action movie casting. Kendall as Tomax and Zaymott is perfection. Holy cow. Okay. Uh, Oh, Rachel Salinas has hit one of my sweet spots here. Destro and the stall siblings. Bomb strike, blackout and barrel roll. That story was told so well in the older comics. I want them brought back into whatever the current canon is. Uh, We've talked about having classified figures of them several times. I would love to see that uh, story explored
2: more deeply and with a focus,
0: 100%.
2: So, Noel took my Cobra one, but I was thinking more... (laughs) Like, yes, I want to, some of the background explained, but I was thinking of making it more in the veins of, like, a horror comic of where he has got his hands on the disposable G.I. Joe. Not Skidmark, because he's already been eaten. Sure, um, sure. But, like, a psych out or somebody like that that he can experiment on. And through the four issues of him doing whatever monstrous thing he's doing, that's how we learn who he is. Oh, gosh and for Christian, my Christian Christian went dark and I wasn't
0: ready for it <laughs> he's well, he's he's that's Dr. Mindbender you know you know who I think your guy is I think it's Steeler no because we oh, wait we've seen in Worlds Without End right we Saw Steeler like his reaction to everything in Worlds Without End is one of the most psychologically upsetting things that we saw in the Sunbow series Hmm so Steeler is your guy for who mind bender gets his hands on and experiments on. And my heart is already like hurting just from thinking about how horrible that would be. You're, you're going to back... take
2: all of his teeth out. And no, then it from stop. There. don't talk about teeth. I can't handle teeth. things. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, but for my Joe, honestly, I keep going back to the, uh, pseudo press release that they did for the lady j tv series and i would love to see that in comic
0: form yes i agree i agree i would i would really like to see if they could adapt the pitch for that into a comic that would be very very cool i agree with that uh wreck ship 85 says clearly the answer is shipwreck for joe's uh mandalorian jedi i you know what Bring Sergeant Savage into the modern canon. Like, there's no reason they can't do that because we need, uh, what's his face? Uh, Iron.
1: Well, that's (laughs) the wrong, that's the wrong continuity.
0: What's the wrong continuity?
1: You were talking, you were going to say the Iron. Uh, well, I was going to say
0: the Iron Claw because that's the movie I just saw that made me cry like five times.
1: Um, Oh, that's still Iron Claw. It was the same. It was the, same uh, the character was the same, right? Oh, it was iron. Glo- yeah. It it was?
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we need that guy, too.
1: But yeah, that, that's from Extreme, not from Sergeant Savage. But oh, close enough.
0: wait. Yeah. Who was the bad guy in Sergeant Savage? Sales. <laughs> <laughs> Fan disinterest.
2: <laughs> no, but there was there was a bad guy in Sergeant Savage, too. Yeah. Why am I drawing a yeah. All well, I, I, well I can think of are the we
0: clearly we don't need that villain. We'll just yeah. take Sergeant Savage and leave all the rest <laughs> of his his roughage behind. Uh a meta Sergeant Slaughter comic would be fun. I that would actually be so let's do this. Let's so does everybody remember the WWF Stomp action figure line from Jack Specific where <laughs> Stomp okay, wait. Let me see if I can find it real quick.
1: I had well, while Brian he's doing that, yes, after he
2: passed away. The the villain in Sergeant Savage was General Blitz and his Iron Army. And well,
0: that's a dumb name. So looking we're at him, that he's exists.
2: incredibly generic.
0: So how is there not a database for what Stomp was? I can't even find a good, so basically what Stomp was, was it was WWF wrestlers. They released action figures of them. They came with like guns and armor and stuff. And Stomp was this special paramilitary force that like the president called on to go send on missions. So let's combine the concept of Stomp with Sergeant Slaughter, where Sergeant Slaughter actually was a wrestler in the 80s but he gets recruited by general hawk to be a part of the gi joe team let's let's go with that i am down uh all right (laughs) an epilogue for ramar the gladiator and selena after cobra abandoned that overly melodramatic temple location (laughs) i think that ramar and selena became overlords of that region of the world uh, and used Cobra resources to become evil despots themselves. Uh, Rachel Selena's great. I'll never be able to look at Iron Claw again and not think of a Von Eric behind that mask. <laughs> when, when we get an Iron Claw classified figure, it has to come with like this hand. I need that to happen. Uh, all right. Moving on from Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. Silent Interlude Brainstorm. Is there a way to get kids or other new fans interested in G.I. Joe again? I think they're killing it with the Loyal Collector community, but I would like to see new blood come in as well. I personally think it has to come from TV show or movie that is very well done, either cartoon, live-action series, or feature movie, but it has to hit in a way the three previous movies didn't. Uh, Honestly, that's just kind of a tough one. I, I don't know what the answer is because as as I have mentioned, I enjoy Rise of Cobra and Retaliation. I don't know why they didn't hit better than they did. Uh but we're talking I, kids.
2: Well, right, but those are I mean kids can watch those movies. Kids can in... they can. I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't know that movies alone are what would get kids hyper into GI Joe. Look, here's here's my realistic answer. My
0: realistic answer is they gave up on Fortnite too soon. They need to get back into they need to get back into a collaboration with Fortnite.
1: Fortnite my, or Minecraft or some other property that the kids are already really into.
0: Right. My kind of jerky but probably even more realistic answer is you have to turn gi joe into some loud annoying chibi animated cartoon where they shouted each other all the time
1: didn't they didn't didn't they try that and it was also miserable and we tried to watch an episode and we never wanted to do it again no it was no six
2: no, no, that um, I don't well, I mean... but i I don't think that you need to make it chibi, but I do think that you need to introduce a whole new lo- sort of like what we touched upon a few episodes ago. The GI Joe that we grew up with that has the nostalgia glasses attached to it they need to be aged right they need to to be there so that mom and dad watching go oh yeah i remember duke but it needs to be all new characters and something that more is in line with what kids are into today and i you know is that going more in the sci-fi aspect is it doing more like you said, with something a la Fortnite, like there has to be a media component for them to be able to for lack of a better word, digest almost every single day Um,
1: well, You know, much like kids aren't really into toys do kids even really watch cartoons like they did when we were kids as well?
0: And no, I, I think that is even
1: gone real quick. Because when I think about things like you know, a lot of the cartoons that were made with, you know that were children's age appropriate. Adults were the the primary watchers of those, especially for nostalgia products like the Shira Show and things like that.
0: Right
2: now, nah, that's all for for the high schoolers and teenage, or not teenage, <laughs> but college age shippers.
0: uh Wotaj says they should have cast Casper yeah. Van Deen as Duke instead of Channing Tatum. While I agree oh, with that a hundred percent, it would not have made a single bit of difference. Um, okay so yeah we i would love to see the old guard almost do kind of a batman beyond type of thing but here here here's what i think might be key is that the old guard joes are having the same conflicts with the younger generation of joes that we are having with the younger generation like the new joes are looking for different ways to do things maybe even add an element of satire where the old joes want to shoot lasers at monsters every single time and the newer joes are like no wait maybe we can solve this a different way maybe the new joes are more macgyvery um more looking to solve problems without guns uh and look that's not going to be super popular with every joe fan but if you have the older joes still sometimes their way is the way that needs to be done i think you can put a generational conflict in there that will engage younger and older viewers uh but at the end of the day i don't know i think really the easiest answer is put them back in Fortnite.
1: yeah i mean i think that's probably raised the visibility at least of the character of snake eyes to a lot of people in that generation uh,
0: all right. Also from audible inter uh, audible interlude podcast on Instagram, Mandalorian Jedi, the wordiest of the audible army who I actually don't uh, get, get on that actual audible army Mandalorian Jedi. Oh no, he's in there. He's in there. Um, Internal documents have leaked on the dark web, indicating that a new live-action G.I. Joe movie is in the initial planning stages. According to these documents, the movie is going to be set in the 80s rather than the present or near future. The final and perhaps most shocking revelation from the documents is that the hosts of the internationally renowned Audible Interlude podcast have been tapped as story advisors for the as-of-yet unnamed G.I. Joe 80s Project. Sources close to the story claim that the official recommendations for lead casting and rough story outlines have been submitted by the advisory group who are being internally referred to as the triumvirate. I urge our dear leaders to come clean and reveal the specifics of their recommendations for this project. Uh, I got to be honest and say, we do not have enough time right now to give a good answer to this, but off the top of my head, um, let's, let's each throw out one idea for casting and one idea for story element. So my, my first idea for casting is Kurt Russell is General Hawk. And my idea for story element is kind of what we were just talking about, is that the G.I. Joe program has been around since 1982. Uh, Cobra is long defeated, but something is afoot in the Himalayas. Hmm. So throw out uh, Nolan Christian. Just throw out one piece of casting you like, and uh, one potential story element. That was even, the even one if it's thing just, I didn't think about. Even if it's just a character <laughs> thing. Even if it's just like this character would do this.
1: So many years ago. Uh, friend of the show, Chad Shank and I, when they worked in the video store, came up with ideas for a GI Joe relaunch. This was in the 90s, so you know this is how long ago this was. But I still think the idea holds up pretty well. Where it's very similar to yours, where the GI Joe program has existed for a long time. All those old guys have you know that we grew up with are kind of all retired now. But you bring them back into a new world because suddenly Cobra starts acting up again. Like at the time we centered a story around Tomax and Zaymot bringing back Cobra. So they were kind of, this, this is kind of central to that. And they start off the show, they start off the entire movie, uh, as, uh, as, uh, Flint and Lady J and their daughter are leaving a uh, shopping mall, just enjoying their life after retirement. They get in their car, their car blows up and that's how the movie starts. Um, so that was kind of the idea that we Yikes. had back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It starts off very dark very intense um, what are
0: you what are you resolute <laughs>
1: yeah I mean kind of it was kind of along those lines back in the day but you know we wouldn't necessarily have to go that dark in this but I i do like the idea similar to yours where Cobra is coming back after a, a period of of uh, you know just being latent um, everybody
0: thinks they were handled
1: yes and then something is happening as far as as far as casting goes that's a good question <laughs> Um, just one just throw one out just one I'm trying to think of a character that has to be there Um, and I still like the idea in this universe Hawk is the president of the United States and Mm. mm. yeah yeah I like that at the time we thought Harrison Ford probably a little too old now trying to think of somebody good in that age in the right age range now that might uh, be able to play him that's uh, you know what Well, Hawk is already cast. You got to pick somebody else, pal. Oh, Hawk's already cast. And you're, oh, okay. Yes, I see. All right. Well, go ahead, Christian. Okay. So,
2: for once, when I saw this, I was thinking, what would Dave do? Oh, I know. So, my answer was if it's set in the 80s, it's. The Hasbro verse. Oh, so this is Cobra, yeah, He
0: specified he specified set in the eighties. That's right. So this
2: is is Cobra is at the height right. of its uh, world domination, and the military vehicles that GI Joe has just are not uh, doing the job. oh so I like you, this so you have to bring in Matt Tracker to develop new weapons oh yeah that go. have these transformative capabilities but since it is the Hasbroverse are our, are our, the audience eyes the connection is Hector Ramirez doing all the reporting about it that's how we get our exposition and i get one musical number right before the start of act three that involves jim <laughs> and the holograms yes
0: done okay so i'm i'm gonna roll mine back then i forget the whole forget everything i said literally um i'm gonna build off of yours and say i'm casting nicholas costar waldo waldow however you say his name from game of thrones as Matt Tracker. That works, um, and he is central to the plot too. Um, and then plot, but you your plot nails it. I love it. There's nothing more to build on from that, as far as I'm concerned.
2: And my my casting, uh, it probably doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense, but I have to find a way to get you and McGregor into this. And I want and McGregor as Spearhead because I want actually the Bobcat. Yeah, I
0: want and McGregor to interact with the Bobcat. I'm down with that.
2: <laughs> We've had enough timber. We're, it, it's kitty time.
0: Uh, Wotaj says Werner Herzog is Cobra Commander. I'm 100% down with that. Rachel Salinas says this sounds like a job for Battle Force 2000. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> Hillbilly Harper's got some crazy casting suggestions here. Legion Cub could be Snake Eyes. Noel could be a Grizzled Flint. And Phantom Troublemaker could be General Hawk.
2: I don't know about any of that. I wouldn't turn I'm, it down, I, but. I'm way too talkative to be Snake Eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. I appreciate it, but. <laughs> it would be like the Deadpool version of Snake Eyes. All right. Do we cover that? I feel
0: like we covered that. We're going to cover that more thoroughly at some point in the future uh, because that is definitely worth sitting down and talking about. And we did cast a, a potentially G.I. Joe live action movie at our Dragon Con panel, uh, which you can find wherever you get your podcast a couple of years ago. Uh, but this is something that will always warrant conversation, I think. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. Sorry, I had to step away for work, but I've been listening and I'm loving the ideas. And of course, this episode will be available Uh, on the Needless Things YouTube channel forever. Uh, And the audio version will be available this Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Fellas, Joe and Tell is every once in a while considered a collapsible segment. And I think we're going to have to save our Joe and Tells for two weeks from now on January 29th when we do our next live stream. For now, I do believe that, oh, wait, real quick wreck ship 85 maybe get some of the dino hunters involved in this movie <laughs> no dino hunters versus battle force 2000 that's that's what we're going for here uh our music is by andy samford of electricminnowmusic.com music.com you can find us on instagram at audible interlude podcast and on x at gi joe audible noel why don't you tell us a little bit about the finest?
1: The finest is an international GI Joe costuming group, and we raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. Uh, if you're going to come to uh, Joe Lanta, sorry Toy Lanta, because it's a different show, uh, Toy Lanta <laughs> in March and see us, uh, audible interlude in person. While you're there, you can also drop by our Southern Command, our Garrison's booth, and uh, help us raise money, um, and uh, maybe even talk to us about uh, dressing up like your favorite Joe character.
0: Maybe I'll wear my. Uh special mission brazil dial tone costume at toy lanta
1: there you maybe, go maybe i'll finish it by then two, two more months to work on it
0: probably not that backpack is i can't use that kind of language <laughs> on our family friendly show christian tell us where you can find that toy photography you do so well
2: you can find me on instagram and Flickr.com under the name
0: legion cub Uh, And, of course, you want to check out audiblearmy.com for $1.99 a month, less than the cost of a cup of Starbucks coffee. Uh, You can get show notes, early and ad-free access to all episodes, video access to our audio episodes, and all kinds of other incredible bonuses. That is audiblearmy.com. Uh, thank you to every single one of you here in the chat tonight. We love talking to you guys. We love interacting, and we will do it even more at audiblearmy.com. Noel and Christian, you know the high point of my week is sitting down and talking G.I. Joe with you guys. So until next time, yo, Joe! Oh,